This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's bring them in. Let's talk to our guy, Chase Kitty of the Lion's Edge podcast. Chase, always good to talk to you, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Well, Chase, uh, we have the penultimate week of uh, college football regular season. We know rivalry weekend is next week, but we have some big matchups this week in college football. So I wanted to talk to you about some look-ahead spots. Michigan-Ohio State, obviously, is going to be the marquee game next week. But do you see any look-aheads from either of those teams this week? Would you play Illinois plus 17.5 against Michigan or Maryland? plus 27 and a half against Ohio State. Do either of those underdogs intrigue you at all? I guess on principle, the play would be to play the dogs there, but I I, I don't really like them, to be honest with you. I, I, think, I think Illinois especially is a known commodity, and so anytime you get a team that's good and ranked in the top 25 and it's getting that many points, I'm kind of naturally skeptical of a spot like that. So I, I would just totally stay away from them to be honest. Let's talk Texas, Kansas. Um, Texas was obviously a very fun story, and we've been duped. They're going bowling. Uh, we have been absolutely hoodwinked, and they are now, I don't know what's up with Quinn Ewers, but he does not look good. Uh, they are now a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over Kansas, which has also been a Cinderella story. Everybody's been excited about them, even with the Bean kid, Jason Bean. What's your thoughts on this game? I like Texas. Uh, I, I just finished recording uh, tomorrow's episode of the Lions Edge, so I'm really dialed in on, on a, the most updated versions of the numbers right now. And pretty much every week, the second half of the season, I have been fade Kansas, fade Kansas, fade Kansas. Uh, the the one time I kind of laid off was I kind of you know I liked Oklahoma State against them. This is before we knew sort of the depth of Oklahoma State's injury problems. And I had a, an Oklahoma State uh, an Oklahoma State guy DM me like I would stay away from Oklahoma State this week. Kansas gets the win there and beats the Cowboys, and it sort of supercharges back all the fan support because Kansas has been the most public dog that I can remember in years. Right. So now you got this Kansas this this Kansas spot. They're getting nine and a half, like 85% of the tickets market wider on Kansas. This is a Texas spot for me. Uh, I think people are going to make Kansas, Texas jokes. I I hear the concerns about Quinn Ewers, which I I would be much more concerned about. Uh, But the fact that this number is what it is and the game is in Kansas, like Texas Tech was one of my favorite bets last week because I'm just so anti-Kansas right now because of how the market commodifies them. And, and I'll be on Texas this week for the same reason. Chase, and there's a game this week that I kind of think fits that same thought process as Kansas-Texas Tech, and that's Army and UConn. You have an unbelievable story with UConn. They just clinched their bowl berth last week with their upset win over Liberty. Now they're 10-point dogs against Army, and you know everybody's going to take UConn because of the season they're having. They're 10-point dogs to a three-win Army team. But can you see that being the same spot? Do you like Army this week laying 10 against UConn? Well, your your handicap is spot on, PJ, in that it is a similar spot. I I think this one specifically, you're curious about 
where UConn is emotionally because they didn't just get to bowl eligibility by winning a sixth game. They beat Liberty, which yeah. is legitimately a good team. Yeah. Now, Liberty is kind of coming off their own emotional peak where they had beaten Arkansas the week before. Uh, and, and you know, PJ, I, I've listened to you handicap games enough that I know this post-Arkansas-UConn-Liberty spot is the sort of spot where both you and I would look to bet UConn. I won't speak for you. That game did not catch my eye the way I think it should have as a letdown spot for Liberty. But it's just the peaks and valleys of college football and playing with 20-year-old kids. I wonder where UConn is emotionally, where you – like this is not probably a team that expected to be – you know, north of 500 and playing a bowl game in December. So I do wonder what the focus is. I, I mean, just like the Kansas thing, all the tickets are on UConn here. Army would be the play for me. Uh, I, I think there are other contrarian favorite spots because there's a ton of numbers like this up and down the board this week where people love the dogs and there are dogs that are getting more points than you would kind of expect. So I think Army is on a long list of spots where I would actually look to bet a favorite this week despite the fact that the public's on the other side. Yeah, that's a that's a really good spot as well. Um, let's go to the NFL, though, because I've got some questions, and we've been talking about just kind of how last week changed and, and sort of has impacted the market for this week. I'm very curious uh, as we talk about just really the, uh, the Detroit Lions versus the New York Giants. Do you think the Giants are being disrespected? Yeah, I heard you all as a segment – 20 minutes ago where you were talking about how the Giants are, are kind of like the TCU of the NFL where they just keep winning and they still don't get any respect. There is something to that. I do think over time, especially as you get into the second half of the NFL season, you know, the market just keeps getting more and more efficient. And so the idea that the Giants are, are short favorites, I mean, sports books don't like giving away money. And every time the, the Giants are, are dogs like this and they're getting points, the public is on them. They see the record, they see the points, and, and they make a beeline for it. So I am I am skeptical that long-term the Giants are going to continue to cover games and win like this just because the sports book is skeptical. And I usually try to align my skepticism or belief with what the sports book does because they're long-term winners. Most betters are long-term losers. I think I do favor the Lions just a bit in this spot, uh, if for no other reason. Since they fired their defensive coordinator and, and made some schematic changes, not only are they 2-0 against the spread, they're 2-0 straight up. So I, I think the sportsbook believes in the Lions here for a reason. I don't necessarily think it's the hard knocks public ticket bump that we saw early in the year, and I, I would not be shocked if Detroit wins this game. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one at MetLife on Sunday. Another game that's going to be fun. I can't remember when a Jets-Patriots game has had this much meaning uh, in the regular season. It's been a while. Both of these teams coming off a bye. New England won at New York about three weeks ago, and now these teams are playing again. Pats are a three-point favorite at home. I think the numbers play, Chase, in this game tells me I just have to take the Jets plus three because it feels like a three-point game. But the line is definitely telling me to take the Patriots. And, you know, I, the Jets are better, but I, I think it's just Belichick against Zach Wilson is what kind of would make someone lean towards the Pats. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Over, under, also 38 and a half, so a low total. Well, I think you you encapsulated it there at the end for me. It's Belichick against Zach Wilson. And now that the Jets are missing some key offensive line pieces, I would favor the Pats in that rematch. I think more than anything, I like the under-divisional game. These guys just played. Now they're going to play again. 
couple weeks later. I know it's a low total, but this is, especially with low totals, it's just a spot where I like to lean into the fact that the total is low and bet the under. Yeah. I'm curious about this game, Chase, and what you think the line is trying to tell us. Commanders, Texans. Commanders are a three-point road favorite. Uh, minus 160 on the money line. Total is 40 and a half. Uh, Texans just played the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. Commanders just played the Eagles last night. Both put up one hell of a fight. Obviously, uh, both of them covered the number. Uh, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Definitely a noticeable line. Uh, really jumps out at you as, yeah. hey, whoa, the Commanders just beat the Eagles. They're, they're having like the Heineke surge that we see the last couple of years every time Heineke comes in and takes over the role. Um, it, it's it's a lot like the UConn spot. Like how, I mean, it's the NFL, so you're not dealing with college kids, but how do the commanders on a short week handle beating the previously undefeated Eagles that are a divisional rival uh, on the road on a short week? So all of that together, I kind of favor the Texans. I think there's a reason the number is this short. I think the Texans have been generally a pretty good bet at home. The thing that makes you nervous is the same thing that, that made me nervous when I handicapped the Texans last week on Lions Edge, which was it's great when you're betting the Texans and you're getting 12 and a half or 13 That's points like the Eagles game six, that you referenced. Three. Yeah. It's it's tough when you get, you know, four and a half, five, six like they did against the Giants last week. It's tough when they're getting three here. So you're kind of relying on the fact that you know, Washington, all things considered, maybe isn't as good of a team as some of these other squads, but Houston's run defense has been so bad, and I think Washington's going to find success running the ball. It's Houston or pass for me, and I think ultimately it is going to be a pass. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on yeah, that same. one too. Thursday night's an interesting game. The Titans at the Packers. The Titans are just so good in these spots where the spread is like one and a half, two and a half, three. We saw them cover another one against Denver last week. And here they go up against Green Bay. The Packers saved their season last Sunday with that great comeback win. And, you know, this look-ahead line was Packers minus one, and now it's jumped all the way to three. It feels like a little bit of a too big of a jump just because of that crazy comeback that they had. Any thoughts on Titans and Packers on Thursday night? Yeah, change the framing there a little bit. And you would say, if not for a semi-miraculous, improbable comeback— the Packers would be on a six-game losing streak, a yep. seven-game losing Like, what is it? It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think my general handicap, I wish Ryan was here to run this by him, but I think I've said this to him before, and he's kind of agreed with me. Uh, I don't know how you lay points with the Packers right now in any spot against any NFL team. He's back and in, so though, it, Chase. He's some, there's The delusion is back on for one, him. He's one drive already, is all one, one game, one drive. He all literally is like, I love Green Bay up to oh, minus 10. That's what he said. He, that's, that's he's him. good for that, yeah. yeah. Ryan's great for that. Uh, I, I would I would definitely lean toward Tennessee. I think, uh, I, I think Tennessee, I, I don't know how you commodify this in a gambling sense. Tennessee knows what they are. Yeah, they do. And they, they know exactly what they want to do. Like all their other roster issues and, and quarterback shortcomings and whatever else aside, they're really well coached and they know what they want to do and getting points there. And PJ said it great. The, the look ahead's one. Now you're getting three. The difference between one and three is pretty big in terms of key numbers. So I, I would definitely look at Tennessee there plus three. And then anytime I did a whole segment on this a while back, anytime you're betting an NFL dog between plus three and plus seven, you also got to sprinkle on the money line because so many of those are outright wins. And long term, you come out way ahead. Between, we have about a minute and a half, Chase, between the Chiefs-Chargers game, which now has dipped to six and a half in L.A., 
and the Niners-Cardinals game, which has actually gone up to eight. Which favorite are you more comfortable playing? Ooh, good question. Um, I think probably, probably Kansas City. Um, I think the Chargers have had decent success against Kansas City. Uh, and ATS, they have a pretty good record uh, in, in the Herbert era. But they've had more success, ironically, in Kansas City. I, I think sometimes um, the, the rivalry is a bit overplayed when they get this home field advantage factor in L.A. I think it – I don't want to say this, like, definitively. I'm just asking the question, and I don't know the answer. Are the Cardinals better short-term, like in a like yes. in a short, a short yes. window, three or four weeks? Are they better with Colt McCoy? I, I don't know the answer I to that. Think so. I think they might be. And didn't uh, – they had another backup come in for Colt McCoy as well, didn't Trace they? McSorley. Trace McSorley. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, Trace McSorley. Yeah. yeah, it was. Chase, real quick, uh, about 30 seconds left. Uh, any favorite bets this week? Best bets, college or NFL? Uh, I can tell you one I've got. Uh, I bet five college basketball games tonight, and four of them have already started, so that doesn't help you. But uh, if you're sticking around and you're looking for something to bet, you guys are talking all these great, uh, very visible college basketball games. How about over 158 in NC State, Florida International? That goes at 9 p.m. And then uh, tomorrow, Jokic is uh, is out for the Nuggets, so I already bet the Knicks. That line might not even be available anymore. I'm on the Kings plus 125. Let's go! The Kings. Very nice. Chase Kitty of the Lions Edge podcast from BetMGM. That ended up ripping my heart out late. That works for all of them. It ripped my heart out late. I thought you meant the Sacramento Kings tonight, but then you said tomorrow, and then you said NHL. So, Uh, So, you know what? To hell with you. The Kings.